Dak Prescott turns down $30 million a year and asks for 40 Jerry Jones has a problem on his hands, especially with Zeke still holding out. More predictions coming up for the AFC and the NFC East this week. Hard Knocks comes back on again tonight, Episode 2. How's that going to play out with Antonio Brown? All that more coming up next on the Average Sports Guys Podcast. You're listening to the Average Sports Guys Podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. All right, so this is Eddie and Marcus, Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. We are here for episode 14. It's Katorse. My man. Let's go. So before we get rolling into the show, um, just wanted to give a quick shout out to my man Steve and David over at Full Color Prints, known as the DMV T-shirt guys for people who are listening out of the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. That's what DMV means. Yeah, man. D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Um, so they did hats, shirts. Um, so they do screen printing, embroidery, whatever you guys need. Hit them up at fullcolorprintsdc.com. That's right. You can also find them on Instagram at the DMV T-shirt guys. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we are back with another round of predictions. Yeah, man. And this week we're going to do the AFC and the NFC East. So I will let Marcus go first since I went first last week. Yeah, man. So let's start off with the NFC East. It's our so division. it's our division. You know, we had to bring it up. We even got the helmets out today. <laughs> um, we're gonna use them for various things throughout the season on this uh, on this podcast. But let's get into it. So I honestly think, and yes, I'm a homer. I honestly think right now, um, based on what I've seen from you know roster moves and how organizations are, are are handling things, I think that it's our division to lose, as in my Eagles. Um, but the biggest caveat to that whole argument is if. Carson Wentz can stay healthy. I mean, right. that's literally what every analyst across the uh, across the United States is talking about. They're saying, well, they went out and they got Jordan Howard. We brought in Miles Sanders. We have Andre Dillard as left tackle, um, you know, as a backup right now because we don't know how Jason Peters' health is going to work out. Um, we still have studs at receiver and Alshon. We brought in D-Jacks. Um, J.J. Arcetica-Whiteside actually looked pretty decent. Um, still have Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. We have so many weapons, but at the end of the day, right. can we keep Carson Wentz healthy? And that's just the offensive side of the ball. You know, right. when you get into the defense, you know, we have Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson. We brought we uh, brought back Timmy Jernigan. You know, we have Derek Barnett coming off for energy. We have um, Brandon Graham. Um, our secondary is getting healthier. So, once again, I think all this is predicated on the health of our corners, actually, I'm going to add that to it, and then you know Carson Wentz as a whole, right? Well, yeah, because the last person you want coming in to back him up is Sudfeld. Yeah, who's obviously dealing with an injury now, and he's not but, back until week four, right? So, yeah, I mean, I will say, and I know it's going to piss off a lot of Redskins fans, mm -hmm. but I would agree with you, mm -hmm. um, especially with all the turmoil that's going on now with Trent Williams. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, in in the uncertainty of that, our offensive line looks porous. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we signed Donald Penn. He's older. Uh -huh. um, I don't know how well he'll hold up through a sixteen game season. So, yeah. um, right now, as it stands, yeah, I would go with the Eagles. Um, I could make a case for Dallas if Zeke was there, right? Because you know they have offensive line. So. With Amari Cooper, I mean, Dak is serviceable. Yes. And we'll get into that contract stuff later. But 
as it stands, yeah, I would say it's the Eagles division to lose for sure. But knowing our division, I wouldn't be surprised if down the stretch you see anything happen. Again, Wentz goes down. Injuries, you know, yeah, something. And anything gonna, anything yeah. can happen. So, yep. But, yeah, as it stands, I would definitely go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Absolutely. And why don't you go ahead and lead us off with the AFC East prediction? All right. So just to clarify for people who don't know, so in this division, as far as I'll back to the NFC. So the NFC East is Washington, Philadelphia, Dallas, and the Giants. So in the AFC East, we have Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. Yeah. I'm going to just clearly pencil in the Patriots because I will just pencil them all the way into the <laughs> right. AFC Championship game right. because that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, no one in that division to me can come close except for, like we were saying, maybe the Jets if they catch fire with right. um, the offense that they could potentially have. Right. Um, but, I mean, every time or every year everybody says, oh, it's, it's Brady's you know, hitting a wall, he's done, he's this, he's that. Then they march right all the way to the Super Bowl. So that's a slam dunk for me as a Patriots all the way. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way just because that system, I mean, they get no-name guys or guys that are better right that nobody knows about and then turns them into stars right um they get everybody to buy in and i don't really see any team stopping them in this division outside of the jets i know they definitely bolstered their defense and then they also brought in um uh they also brought in the running back uh Le'Veon bell they have mm-hmm. Le'Veon bell um their offensive weapons and robbie anderson um they got a couple of guys out there that can actually, you know, do some damage. So I honestly think that the only team that could potentially challenge them is the Jets and also having Adam Gase from the Dolphins so he knows how to beat the Patriots. Right. That whole that whole piece. But, you know. Um, well, and then another key piece for them, uh, them being the Jets, if Jameson Crowder, who I believe is nicked up right now, right. he used to play for Washington – um, if he can stay healthy, which that's kind of been his issue here yes. the last few years, yep. if he can stay healthy, he's going to provide a nice safety blanket out of the slot. He's yeah. got short hands. He runs routes. He can create separation. He's a good dude. So he could potentially be a, a matchup nightmare. So Absolutely. Yeah, they're the only team, in my opinion, that can really get close, like we both just said. But, again, it, it's, I the think Patriots. it's the Patriots. <laughs> it's you know, the they're Patriots. just going to kind of run run away with that one. So Yeah. All right, so that's our predictions for the week as far as the division. So we'll get into the other division next week. Um, let's just get into the issue with the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Dak Prescott. Man, bro. Turning down $30 million. And allegedly wanting 40. 40. I mean. I believe it was confirmed because I yeah, read okay. a tweet from, and I don't want to misquote, and if I am, I'm sorry. I don't, um, shoot, it was somebody from ESPN. And then, there were, I mean, there was multiple sources. But anyway, so they confirmed that, wow. that Dak's camp really did counter with $40 million $40 per year. million. Dollars. So I'm pretty sure, I'm like 98% sure they have like $75 million in cap for next year on the books of free right. space. So if he takes 40 that's what, 35 left for Zeke, Amari, and everybody else? Like, that's pretty doggone shellfish in my opinion. And at the end of the day, yes, um, I'm going to admit this as an Eagles fan that, you know, he has shown up. I'm mean, pretty sure within the last eight games, he did go seven and one. Mm-hmm. He has the second most wins since he's been in the league behind Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he I mean, at the end of the day, he's a game manager and he has the stats to prove it. 
But the caveat is, well, he did it with Ezekiel Elliott. He did with one of the top five offensive lines. He did that with a decent defense that can, you know, keep right. other teams' offenses off the field. So they think, so they're thinking, well, yeah, you did all those things, but the offense really runs through Zeke and that offensive line and having a stud defense. That's why they're not really willing to commit that much money. And then, like I said before, it's one of those things where it's like, well, if you pay him forty, what's left for everybody else? Right. So. Well, I mean, and then not only that, but if, if Jerry Jones and them just say, okay, fine, like mm-hmm. we're clearly at an impasse, you go ahead and play the season, Ooh. and then we'll figure this out. Basically, test is gangsters. Just tell them, all right, basically go walk. Test the market. Test you know the market, I mean? bro. And then so I was seeing things. People were asking the questions, well, does Dallas franchise him? Yeah, and that's a possibility. I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, you could. I don't know what the cap number is. So it's twenty, maybe twenty-five million or something. If they franchise, if them. they franchise them, it should be um, between twenty-five, thirty-ish. Something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not correct on the numbers, so he could be uh, potentially looking at playing the Kirk Cousins game. Playing the Kirk Cousins game, and then maybe somebody else will pay him or or whatever. Right. My thing is this: I'd let him walk, test the market. He's not even going to get a thirty million dollar offer. No. I mean, I don't think so. No. Um, because every no matter where he goes, they're going to say you were a product of, of the da, system. Da, 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 yeah. Right. And they try to typecast a lot of players like yeah. that. You yep. know. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. But I, part of me would like to see how he performs without Zeke, assuming Zeke doesn't come back. Right. You know what I mean? This year, if he sits out, whatever he's planning on doing. I would like to see how, how well they do. With just him and Amari or him, Amari, and Cobb or however you want to break that down. Right, and people are going to, oh, well, they got Jason Witten and da da yeah. da da I'm interested to see how his health is going to be. Right, because he's got knee issues and he's been out the league for a year. For a year, which you could say, okay, well, he got the rest. Right. You know, older player, he got the rest. He might feel better than he ever has. Right. But – I mean, he's still going to get knocked around. He's yeah. clearly a step or two slower. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. And then what if Dak decides to go to Flacco route and better himself? Like, he's, you know what? I'm just going to play this out. You know, if I mess around and, and do well, I'm good. But if he does not do well, that 30 is coming down. Like, oh, it's going yeah. oh, it's, it's, it's to be a wrap. So right. I don't, I don't know if we can really compare situations because Flacco was coming he, Flacco's situation he didn't have as much competition in the AFC no. as he, Dak has in the NFC I mean right. you look at all the quarterbacks that he has to play he has to play Carson Wentz he's got to play you guys he's got to play um Aaron Rodgers he's got to go up against you know the the Rams he's got there's all these different quarterbacks that are I mean this even the Seahawks Russell Wilson there's so many guys in the right. uh, NFC and they're so talented I don't know odds wise if he can have that great of an argument or that great of a season based on not just that but also their schedule because they're they don't have consecutive back-to-back home games that's oh that's, that's something right. else you really got to yeah, think yeah, about yeah, you yeah, know what i mean so it's like uh, I, I mean, if i were him just weighing all those options and all those different variables i would honestly sit and think well i might take the 30 now just because of how it's just it's just being reasonable because if you go out and blow it Oh, that number's coming down to twenty five. Well, right. Well, yeah. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> the way the way I see them maybe meeting him at thirty five or potentially getting forty is if they get to the NFC Championship game, right. and or the Super Bowl, right. I don't see that happening. No. But I mean, I didn't see them doing that well last year either, and they surprised a lot of people. Right. So That's true. I mean, the jury's still out on it. Um, I mean, it makes for good radio. Great radio. It makes for good TV. Yes, sir. So, but nothing makes for better radio or better TV. 
than Hard Knocks, Ooh. especially this year with Antonio Brown in his frozen foot situation frozen and his helmet feet. situation and that god awful mustache. Yeah, you so, got to fix that. It's looking kind of, it clashes with the you know the black and the silver. You right. got to fix that, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> another episode of Hard Knocks comes on tonight at was it ten o'clock? Ten o'clock, sir. So tonight it, today's Tuesday. Uh, uh, was it thirteenth? August thirteenth. Yeah, man. So it comes on tonight. It'll be interesting to see how. Maybe if they've already edited the show, given what's taking place in the media, if they've gone back and re-edited the show to yeah, man. maybe show more of Antonio Brown and his helmet situation and, right. and all of that. Yeah, because like we were talking before the show, you know, there's a little bit of a loophole in that rule where his helmet that he has right now, the one that he wants to use, is 10 years old. Right. But they stopped making that helmet, I want to say, between within the last three years. So if he can find his exact helmet with those specifications, he can still use it. Right. And then you also brought up something else. You also said that if a fan somehow finds that helmet, he'll do... Yeah, so he was pretty much... Um put it out there to have people hey if you can find me this helmet with these specifications right that are in within the the you know age limit or whatever um he's willing to trade basically get that helmet and he will give his like practice worn helmet right because he hasn't played a game practice worn uh raiders helmet signed um so i mean mean, that's a pretty good trade-off and especially if you're trying to hype the base up and 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 get the helmet that you want i think that's pretty cool right and and then he also came out and basically said you know he was never really going to retire he was just trying to use that as leverage towards the end he wasn't gonna i mean what does he do this year was it like 30 mil or something like that no no legitimate nobody walks away from 30 million no no not at all no, so I mean, even if he had to sit his frozen feet on the sidelines, um, hey man, that's thirty million in the bank. Like no, nobody's yeah. gonna walk away from that. So there's that, and then you know, one thing I can appreciate is that Chucky is playing it a hundred percent. You know, PC like a man will have him back when he's ready. You know, that's a personal matter. He's handling it. He's. Going I mean, but the you, proper I mean, but you gotta know he's irritated. Oh, but that's what I was gonna say. He's doing. <laughs> he's playing it up for the cameras. But I guarantee you, there's a yeah. couple of broken plaques and and kicked oh, over yeah. trash cans and and busted stuff in his but office. I'm I mean, <laughs> honestly, though, I mean, it's Antonio Brown. Like, yeah, it's not like he hasn't acted like this before. Yeah, you know what I mean? he's a diva. So you you had to know what you were potentially getting Absolutely. out of Antonio Brown. Yeah. And I also look at it like this. People were so interested and concerned about his his um, the hypothermia with his feet. Yeah, man. So what better way to get the discussion off of that? than to start this crap about a helmet. About a helmet. So to me, I think it was smoke and mirrors. I think it was a misdirection. Probably. I mean, well played on his part because everybody bit on it because that's all everybody's been talking about. Right. Got got their eyes off the feet. Right. So That makes sense. I get it. I mean, we'll see. Looking forward to this tonight. uh, Looking for this episode tonight. So we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you want to go ahead and get into camp updates with the skins yeah so it's largely the same there's still mm-hmm. issues with trent williams so now mm-hmm. um i listened to jp finley right who he called into uh, i don't forgot what show it was but it was on 106.7 the fan right um he pretty much is saying trent williams is as good as gone right um and wow and he's a media insider for the for the team okay so, so he's that guy so he's like our dave spadaro yeah and yeah. then we have craig hoffman mm-hmm um, and and some other beat reporters. So I follow them closely, and I mean, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good. Mm-hmm. Although Adam Schefter tweeted, I think it was yesterday, confirming basically what the Redskins are saying that they have no interest in trading Trent Williams. 
So I don't know. I mean, I think they'll hold out as long as possible. And wait for it like that offer. Yeah, offer. because once yeah. Trent starts missing game checks, I mean, you think, I mean, probably. So I think he's like due 13 and a half million this year. Ooh, that's so a lot you, of money. This is like 700 and something thousand dollars every game. week. So, yeah. I mean, you start missing those. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not in that man's pockets. I don't try to get in. We don't know how much pockets, he got, but, but that's that's a lot of money, bro. <laughs> right. So maybe they're going to try to bet on that angle. Okay. Um, and maybe he's betting on the fact that, especially after seeing that first preseason game where our offensive line was atrocious, yeah, he's sitting back and laughing because he's thinking like, okay, well, shit, maybe you got to pay me. Yeah. Again, because nobody's heard anything from Trent or his people, we don't know if it is the medical issue and he just doesn't trust the training staff and doesn't get along with Bruce Allen. It is a thing. Or is it that he, he wants more money? That's we don't, know. We don't so know. If it's the money thing, pay him, get him back, and then let's go. But – um, other than that, um, Darius Geis won't be playing Thursday. Okay. Um, that's Colt smart. McCoy you won't need be playing Thursday. Okay. Um, I'm not too concerned about the Darius Geis thing. I heard some people trying to ruffle feathers more than what I, th- what it is. I mean, the dude towards ACL, you want to bring him back slowly as far as his workload and practice right. and all that type of stuff. If he's not 100% for whatever reason, don't even risk it. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah, an armchair GM is at home trying to start some stuff. Like, that's right. crazy. The last thing you want is this guy on the sideline for another season. Right. So um, there's that. Haskins development. I mean, I thought there was a lot of good takeaways from the first game, which right. I talked about last week. Um you know, you get some stuff on film, he'll be able to watch it. Right. Coaches be able to help him. It was mostly to me like footwork and, and decision making. I mean, right. I thought he made some good decisions, mm-hmm. but um ultimately I mean it's just gonna be reps, you know. Absolutely, so, I get it. Yeah. And I mean to me all things are pointing to Case Keenum starting week one, which to me I think is is more logical. Jay Gruden is coaching for his 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 job. One hundred percent, absolutely. So you're not gonna ride out with Colt McCoy. I mean, he's getting nicked up and banged up in practice. Snapped his whole leg last season, right? But he durability's always been an issue for him. One hundred percent. So you're not gonna go into a do or die season with him. Nope. Starting. Nope. So to me, you roll with Keenum. See how Haskins comes along. Yeah. I mean, if all hell breaks loose and, you know, the train falls off the tracks, maybe you just put Haskins in if you feel it's a lost season and just let him take his lumps. Right. You know what I mean? Because people always say, oh, we'll let him sit on the sidelines and, and just learn. There's but so much you can learn by just watching. watching. But you're not going to get a taste for the f- the speed of the game until you're in and dealing with the speed of the game. So absolutely, because I mean, think back to what happened with us, where we got a monster offer for Sam Bradford when we fleeced the the Vikings and all that, and then before you know it, Carson Wentz was starting. We're expecting him to sit for a season, right? And then after you know, the adjusting to the speed of the game, he actually turned out okay. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he had like a like a nine and seven or or I'm sorry, a seven and nine season or whatnot. But that was his first season out. Well, and right. He, and it was, I mean, he's gotten better since, obviously. So sometimes it's not always a bad thing. No. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, that's pretty much it. Nobody else really, or at least that I saw, was really banged up or hurt or not expected to play. I mean, I don't expect most of your starters to play again. Right. Because, you know, they go through the whole dress rehearsal in yeah. the third preseason game. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's yeah. pretty much it. But like I said, I'm convinced at this point that Trent Williams won't play for the Redskins right. anymore. Right. So, I mean, it sucks. But yeah, if the skins make up that in their minds – Trade him, get something for him. Get something for something. him. Something. I mean, 
to me, at best, you can get is probably a second round. But I'm Ooh. thinking you can get somebody to give you a third or fourth round pick. I was about to say so. that. A solid second or a third and a fourth, and then just roll with it. Yeah. Yep. So. so let's talk about these Eagles. So we've had some roster moves. We had a guy who was like a hometown favorite in Shelton Gibson. Mm-hmm. Um, we caught a few passes, played about 15 games last season. We actually released him because he, he ended up being injured and signing Sojourn Shelton, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I guess, as a camp guy. Dude was a fifth-rounder from West Virginia. Um, so we'll see how that works out. I don't know. Um, we waived Blake Countess for the same reason, um, just because we, we, you know, we have – you know, Malcolm Jenkins is healthy. We still have Sendejo back there. We brought in the guy from Tennessee. Don't remember his name right now. He ended up being actually pretty legit, um, making some big plays in the last preseason game. So it's not really a – it's not a loss. I think we're pretty solid at safety. Um, also, we still have um, Rodney McLeod, which is – I mean, dude's a baller before he got injured. Um, after that, we re-signed um, Aziz Shitu. Um, he was on our squad – last season all the way up to the final cuts and ended up getting cut um but he's just a a camp guy um Mm -hmm. but he i mean he has played a few snaps he actually sat on cowboys practice squad last year so we brought him back and then we traded uh undrafted free agent um um we traded for eli harold uh for uh uh, he's a uh, he is a defensive end former linebacker and we traded uh Ryan Bates, you know, another camp guy, just to, to just to help out with the defensive end and things like that. Was um, that the guy you guys sent him to? What Buffalo? Yeah, we said yeah, the, the trade that we had with Buffalo. Yeah, right. so we got another defensive end in there. I think what we're trying to do is get that solid defensive end rotation. Yeah, because we got some because so we have some depth. older. Yeah, we have so some you're old not wearing people right, out because we have Brandon Graham. We did bring at, uh, bring back Cedric Thornton. Um, you have um, Derek Barnett coming off of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was expecting you know josh sweat to you know to show up and he's been yeah um the guy who's flashed more than him right now in my opinion was Deshaun hall he had a he had a couple of huge tackles last preseason game so i think we're really just working on trying to solidify the defensive end position Mm -hmm. um right now and also word on the street is that you know people are calling about vitae you know the guy who held down our left side you know in the super bowl um, for the back half of that season so, um, yes, we do have plenty of linemen, but knowing how our team goes and how injuries occur and how we lost Brandon Brooks last year and how we lost uh, Jason Peters and all that, I'm not willing to let that guy go for a third, unless we get a third or a third and a fourth or, or, so or something right. decent to, to let that guy go because it's about depth and championship run. And the way that Howie Roseman has built this squad, we are deep at pretty much every position except for – linebacker and quarterback mm-hmm. so which i mean it's hard to be deep at quarterback it's hard most, to be most i teams mean keep two yeah some some will keep three right um obviously the skins will keep three yeah but yeah i mean i would be interested if i'm washington to give you guys a call yeah for about vitae yeah. i mean at least kick the tires see what you guys are looking for right and he's like he's a good left tackle like if he can start i mean obviously he helped us win a super bowl i mean yeah. he had his best performance in the super bowl so can't but, be mad at the situation yeah but i mean it, sometimes i mean you'd be surprised that like good teams will let a bubble player go like that mm-hmm. for some goldfish and and, and a pack of gummy bears pack of gummy bear something. so <laughs> i mean that's what i'm saying i would at least do my due diligence and at least call yeah because i mean we have 
drawn Christian and, right. and Flowers and, and, like I said, Donald Penn, who's much older. And there are teams out there. Like, you guys could use them. Um, the Texans. I was going to say the they're Texans. They're still pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, Which, the, if we were going to trade Trent, yeah, I would bet that, well, so far, well, I heard the Patriots were interested. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, to me, the Texans would be a good fit. They'd be a great for fit. For him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Even the Browns would they need a tackle? Yeah. Um, even the Jets, I think they could definitely use some linemen. So I mean, he and he plays more than one spot, but you know, we'll see how it rolls out. See what the asking price is. See how what people are willing to offer, and see Speaking if I actually end up out of there. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm a little hungry. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but you know, let's talk about next week's topic we were talking about you know who's gonna have the better long-term career when it came to these three quarterbacks you know kyler murray daniel jones and dwayne haskins so we're gonna throw that out there just to set this up for next week so if you want you can go ahead and hit us up on youtube or our website um drop some comments absolutely drop some drop some gems who do you think is gonna have a better career because you know daniel jones actually had a Pretty legit start to preseason one. I mean, granted, it was preseason game one, right? But you know, five passes made, made made a couple of plays. I mean, my thing is this: as much as people say, ah, there's not much you could take away from the preseason, blah blah blah. It's like if a player shows out and does well, then it's like, ah, oh, it's just preseason. He was going against the twos or the threes or you know, excuse me, guys that are going to be you know delivering furniture next week, right? <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well. He can only play in the spot that they put him in. Right. So how does he do? My mm. thing is, if you can't do well or show some sign of progress in the situation you're in, and it is against twos or threes or, or, or whatever, then to me that shows, okay, well, maybe you're not going to do well. So, yeah, to get back to that. So we'll we'll preview Haskins, Murray, and Daniel Jones, kind of see – what we personally think um, yeah. about what they've shown so far right. and, and, and what we think. I, I may or may not – well, I won't be biased towards Haskins just right. because he's on our team. Yeah. Uh, but obviously of the three, he's the one that I've been following closely for right. obvious reasons. So, um, yeah, I mean, it'll be good, especially we'll get – well, they'll get another game under their belt so we can really watch it. And I'll go back and, and watch uh, because I didn't I, – I saw a little bit of the Cardinals game because they had replayed Yeah, it. me too. So um, I'll go back and, and, and watch those. But, I mean, yeah, for sure, um, I think – I think it'll be be pretty good. And then I also want to do um, who we predict to win offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Ooh, um, we could definitely do that. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I do it every year just by myself, just uh-huh. thinking, like, okay. Who's going to pop out? And I usually make that prediction, like, week two or three, just to, you know, be funny yeah. um, and, and just kind of see how it plays out. But um, Yeah, I got a name in the back of my head right now for defensive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Montez Sweat. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not him, but we we gonna talk about it next week. <laughs> no, yeah, and then um, and then in the weeks to come, we'll get into uh, fantasy football. Yeah, because please don't draft your team right now. Please like, don't. We don't I know who's some going. People, some there. people are doing that, like, and mm, I I just no. cringe. But at the end of the day, whatever. It's your team. It's your league. Um, but we have some things in the work as far as fantasy, like I was telling you before. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully, I can get somebody on the show. Um, yeah, we got some experts out in the, out, yeah. out in the streets. And so. the knowledge that they have is oh. just, it's it's ridiculous. Algorithms. So 
that is all for our show this week. Yeah. Again, next week we'll get into more divisional um, predictions. We'll get into the quarterback breakdown, and we will talk about the defensive rookie and, and the, the offensive, offensive rookie, rookie of the year. year. Yeah. Um, and then whatever the hell else Antonio Brown does between this week and next. You never that, know. <laughs> you never know with that guy. Or, or Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott. I mean, yeah. who knows? Who knows? But anyway, as always, thank you for listening. Again, yeah, we're the Average Sports Guys. Go to theaveragesportsguys.com. All of our podcasts are there. Um, Hit us up on YouTube. Follow yeah. us on Instagram. We have some funny posts. We're always dropping some gems, so check yeah. us out. All the links to all of our social medias are on our website. Yeah. So that's why we direct everybody there. Yep. Um, and as always, thank you for listening. We out. out.